Oh, g'day, gang. Hope you're great. So what is a good life? What is that? Well, life is a multifaceted phenomenon that has puzzled me, and probably you, and philosophers and scientists and thinkers and researchers and theologians across ages and cultures. At its core, life can be seen as an interplay of physical, biological and existential elements, each contributing to the rich tapestry of the human experience. Biologically, life is kind of defined by characteristics such as growth, reproduction, responsiveness to external stimuli and the capacity for metabolic processes. And while this definition is scientifically accurate, it barely scratches the surface of the philosophical depths of what life truly entails for you and me, the inhabitants of this life, the characters in the story, the ones on the journey, the ones doing life. Philosophically, life can be viewed through various lenses, each offering a distinct perspective on its essence and meaning and substance. From one angle, life is a journey, a series of experiences and growth opportunities that shape our consciousness and understanding of the world. This journey is marked by the pursuit of meaning and happiness and fulfillment. And it's generally guided by personal values, beliefs, programming, faith, all the things I talk about and choices. Another perspective sees life as a manifestation of energy and matter governed by the laws of the universe, but endowed with the remarkable ability to perceive and think and feel. In this view, life is a unique phenomenon that bridges the material and the immaterial, giving rise to consciousness and the subjective experience, my version, your version, of existence, of what is, the internal representation perhaps of the external goings-on on planet you and planet me. Life is also a relational entity defined by our interactions and connections between us and other, other living things, you and me, you and your better half, you and your dog, you and your bunny, you and your family, you and your boss. And it's through these relationships that we individuals find meaning, that we learn empathy and develop a sense of community and belonging. Life in this sense is not merely an individual journey, but a collective experience woven together by the threads of our shared existence. Existentially, this is where we get deep. Existentially, life poses the ultimate question of, purpose and meaning? Why does life exist? What is the role of the individual in that life, you and me? Why are we here? Existentialist thinkers propose that life itself is inherently meaningless, devoid of meaning, which puts the responsibility on you and me, the individuals in the middle of that thing, that meaningless thing, to create our own purpose our own meaning through our actions, through our choices. 
and the significance that we ascribe to those experiences or the meaning that we ascribe to those experiences. So I guess life can be seen as um, almost a paradoxical blend of determinism and freedom, order and chaos, pain and pleasure, laughter and tears, simplicity and complexity. It's a process of becoming a quest for understanding and a search for meaning in an often inexplicable universe. Ultimately, the question of what life is, let alone what is a good life, which is where I want to go today, maybe it doesn't have a definitive answer. I don't think it does. Perhaps it invites continuous exploration and contemplation, challenging all of us, you, me, to reflect on our existences, to engage with the world around us and to contribute to the ongoing narrative of our own lives in unique ways. In its essence, maybe, maybe life is an invitation to experience, to learn, to love and to leave a mark on the fabric of existence, however transient that may be. So if I was to ask you, do you want a good life? course you do nobody wants nobody nobody has a goal of having a bad life bad experiences bad relationships bad health and this this is a really deep chat today i know but here's the thing we all have a life we're all in the middle of life so you want a good life well my follow-up question is what does that mean for you exactly what does that look like one of the things that is true is that we often want things globally or conceptually that we haven't gotten specific about. Because I'm guessing that your good life or your version of a good life or a good existence might not equal mine. You know, when we speak broadly about being physically, mentally healthy, you know, uh, physically, mentally, and emotionally healthy, I should say. We all want that. But then beyond that, like what is what does that mean? What is that? What are the what are the variables? What are the jigsaw puzzle pieces that need to come together, that need to click together to add up to the picture of or the reality of or the definition of a good life for you? I think it's really important that we as individuals get clear about what a good life means to us. I've figured out really early that booze and drugs would not equal a good life for me. I figured out, and, and you know, it's many things, but that's one small ingredient. I figured out that me being an employee of somebody for, you know, 45 years and then hanging up the boots and sliding into retirement, that for me, didn't equal and would not equal a good life. And that that awareness, that knowledge and that decision I made to, you know, step out of that model and create my own model, that worked for me and it continues to work. But for somebody else, that would equal a bad life. That would equal a terrifying life. That would equal a life of uncertainty uh, and potential anxiety and an internal state of chaos that definitely would not equate to a good life. But for me, 
you know, being being in that space where I need to create, I need to produce, I need to take the ideas, theories, plans, concepts in my head and try and breathe life into them with choices and behaviours and risk and courage and all that shit that lights my fire. For me, that is part of, not the totality, but that is part of a good life for me. It's It's almost like, if we're talking really globally and generally to have a good life is it's like the universal goal. But I'm guessing, I don't think I'm really guessing, but I'll say that because it sounds humble. <laughs> I'm guessing that it's not the same. Oh, we know that it's not the same for everybody. And then my next question is how, how much of a good life is about what is going on, situation, circumstance, environment, house, car, job, income, assets, brand, all that stuff, relationships. How much of it is about the stuff that's happening, that's observable, the physical kind of three-dimensional stuff in our world? And then how much of it is about our internal experience of all that other stuff? Like, how many times have we heard somebody say something like, oh, she's got an amazing life. She's got an amazing life. And then sometimes when you take a peek behind the amazing life door, you find out that she or he, whoever it is, is sad. In the middle of their amazing life, and I think when we say amazing life, we're generally talking about the picture of their life, the the external reality, the 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 picture that we can see, situation, circumstance, environment, money, all that stuff. She's got a great life, but if that person, she or he, in the middle of that great life, is sad or lonely or disconnected or they can't sleep or they're medicated for um, some illness or they're medicated for anxiety or depression, um, is that a great life? Or is that a shit life in a great situation? Maybe they have an amazing situation. Maybe they've got great resources. Maybe they're very fortunate in that they don't have to worry about money. And none of those things are bad. I would suggest those things are uh, great resources. And in a very uh, real way, they are definitely an advantage, a practical advantage. But then the question is, does that equal a great life? I'm not saying yes or no. I'm saying I'm sure it plays a role. I mean, nobody wants to be living in poverty. No wants to. No one wants to be broke. So maybe, maybe a great life is um, the intersection of, or maybe a great life lives at the intersection of a myriad of things. Maybe it is about having a great job that makes good dough and it's not two hours away. We don't have to drive four hours a day there and back. And But also not only is it a good job with a good boss or it's your own business or good employees if it's yours, or, but maybe it's also a job that gives you meaning and purpose and satisfaction and joy and connection. So maybe in the external kind of visible three-dimensional space, it's working, but also on that deeper level that nobody sees that life experience, not life situation, but that life experience, that inner world, maybe that's great there. I've had jobs and I've been in situations where 
and I've I've had roles where the um the practical financial commercial reality was great and I was grateful for that but that didn't equate for me that didn't equate to a good experience that didn't equate to a good life experience and so I think very much it's like it is what is happening what is happening within us more than it is without of course what's happening around us is is important but for me it's always going to be that interplay of biology psychology sociology individual experiences work family purpose growth and and for you that could be different I don't really have any hard answers today. I, I just wanted to, to, I wanted to throw it out to you to think about, and I've spoken about this a little bit lately about being a conscious creator in your life, not an unconscious passenger. One of the things that we can do really easily is we can kind of get in this groundhog dayness this repetition, this unconscious kind of habit or programming or repetition of doing what is kind of okay. And we don't need to live in the middle of a three out of 10 existence. It doesn't mean that every day is going to be a nine or a 10, or even that many days are going to be a, a nine or a 10. But if you are, if right now listening to this, there are your life or bits of your life might be your physical health it could be a relationship or multiple relationships it could be a career it could be where you live or how you live it could be a habit it could be you and booze it could be you and food it could be you and your shitty self-esteem or your overthinking or your self-loathing or your self-doubt it, it i mean there are so many pieces to this puzzle but what is it that you need to acknowledge and what is it that you need to focus on to do better, to create shift, to move closer towards whatever a good life means to you. Like when you think about life going great and life going great for you, that would be a very different picture probably for most others. Like for me, my life, my habits, my rituals, my lifestyle, um, my operating systems, my career, my business. I know for a fact that most people would not want to trade places with me because there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of risk. There's a lot of vulnerability. There's a lot of unpredictability and uncertainty about many things. And for a lot of people, that would be terrifying. Uh, for whatever reason, it's not for me. It's exciting. It's great. I kind of love the uncertainty. I love, even at 60, I love the fact that I'm still evolving and learning and getting things wrong and getting things right and fucking up and getting up. I don't do well in repetition, doing the same thing the same way, day in, day out. I personally need challenges. I need to fall down and get up. I need to fuck up. I need to learn I need to get out of the room where I'm the smartest and go to the room where I'm the dumbest. I need to hang out with people who drag me up. 
I need to be philosophical. I need to laugh. I need to have great experiences with people. And I also know that I need pain. I also know that I need to do hard, uncomfortable, horrible things periodically because it's in the pain, it's in the discomfort. It's in that in the moment thing that I don't want, even though I don't want it, I know that it serves me over the long term. So when I allow myself to lean into the unknown and the uncomfortable, not only does it create different outcomes in my life, but it also creates different outcomes in me. And so for me as a life experience, irrespective of what is going on around me in a practical sense, the events, the situation, the government, the weather, other people, results, outcomes, irrespective of what's going on around me, when what's going on within me is growth, is development, is resilience, is learning, is upskilling, is some form of improvement, then for me, my life is getting better. And by life is getting better, I really mean my life experience. So maybe that's something we can do. We can differentiate between life situation, what's going on in my life, where I'm at practically in my life, but also life experience. What is life like for me as an individual reality, as an individual experience? I'm not sure how much sense I made then, but I hope I gave you something to think about. Enjoy your day.